0: To the Shoe Money Podcast, the Week Fifteen Edition. Joseph White here, alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson, to take you through not just the main slate, but the Saturday slate as well. Why, Ryan?
1: Because Daddy still needs a new pair of shoes, and we are even further running out of time.
0: We're we're running out of time. Uh, three weeks left in the regular season, but multiple slates going on at least for, for the next two weeks. You like that? And then, uh, and then and then and we take it into the narrow slates, the playoffs, which I kind of like. It's like it's like a little bit of Thanksgiving magic uh, each weekend. So you know we we still got time.
1: And this year's playoffs in particular are going to be great. We got the extra game the first weekend.
0: Oof. I love and, that. And that's,
1: how do you not love that? You know we got some Saturday football the next couple weekends. We got a game on Christmas. We're gonna play all the slates. All the slates. We states. got NBA starting on Tuesday. It's a great
0: time of year. <laughs> Some would say the most wonderful, perhaps. I do. I do. All right. Let's uh, let's let's jump right into the Saturday slate. Uh, we'll touch on it quick, just because one, it's not the main, and two, uh, because I think things are are kind of straightforward here. Um, quarterback, you know, Rogers has a great matchup. Uh, Josh Allen is kind of in a place where you can play him anytime you want. Uh, but for me, it's it's the top and bottom of the spectrum where Rogers has a great matchup, Drew Locke has a great matchup, and and Drew Locke's coming off a 27-point game against Buffalo. You project him to be chasing there. I mean, th- those are the two I like, the top and bottom a- uh, of the starter in there.
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely like Josh Allen too, just because he can do it with his legs. Those points are more valuable. But yes, like Rogers, like Allen. And I definitely like Drew Locke over Teddy Bridgewater, but Bridgewater's fine. You can play him, which is always good that all four quarterbacks could be played. Mm -hmm. And if you do decide to roll Drew Locke out, you can pretty much just go ahead and jam in Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, You you can probably get Aaron Jones and Mike Davis if you punt all the way at the bottom, but definitely one of them.
0: You yep. get everybody you want. Well, and that's at, at running back there. I mean, are, are there two names are – there, are there names you like other than Aaron Jones and Mike Davis? I mean, they just scream out at me. You know, Davis finally had that ceiling game again. Hadn't had one since week five in relief of uh, of Christian McCaffrey, but he had one last week. He gets a great matchup here. Aaron Jones gets a great matchup. You know, I, I'd still want to see him get more touches, but he's getting double digits every game. Um I mean, those two just jump right off the page at me. Um, Is there anyone you like under that? The Buffalo situation is kind of murky.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a two-game slate. So, yes, I'm building a cash game team. It'll be Aaron Jones and Mike Davis. And, you know, if I build five teams or so, I'm interesting to see what happens with Melvin Gordon and Phil Lindsay If they both play, I don't like it. But if one of them sits, then... You know, the other is obviously a very clear value, and you're right. Buffalo is pretty murky, and it looked like Zach Moss was going to start getting a lot of the work, but he fumbled, and then they basically put him to the bench, and that was against San Francisco, and I I, I don't know. Pittsburgh, he had 13 carries. He doesn't really get a lot of work in the passing game, neither does Singletary, but just to get different on a slate so small, those are guys that he can do it with. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, wide receiver, I mean, you already mentioned the top end in, in Adams and Diggs, who uh, both of those guys I think you have to love here. Um, beneath that, you know, Robbie Anderson, I mean, 12 targets last game. Um, Curtis Samuel, also uh, another another nice game for him, 16 points last week. So either of those, um, I mean, and, and you keep going down. There's There's some interesting wide receiver plays. Any of the guys from Green Bay, you know, Cole Beasley. Um who, who do you like there most underneath, I, I'll say the top four in Adams, uh, Diggs, Anderson, and Samuel?
1: Yeah, and Samuel's questionable now. So if he sits, DJ Moore's already out. And who else does Carolina have aside from Mike Davis and then Ian Thomas at tight end who's been running as their one?
0: Pharaoh Cooper, um, know, your boy.
1: I don't know who these dudes are. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's super cheap. But it gets interesting. Cole Beasley, I think you could expect to see quite a bit of volume. Uh, Gabriel Davis with John Brown out, which he will be again this week, has just been awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, He got three of eight targets, only 19 yards, but he's had a touchdown in three straight games. And he's a very cheap way to get exposure to a Buffalo offense and should score quite a bit here. So I like that. And Denver, man, it's, it's kind of a little bit like whack-a-mole. Tim Patrick has uh, caught three touchdowns in the last two weeks. Obviously KJ Hamler caught two of three balls last week for two touchdowns. Jerry Judy's their number one pick. We got Noah fan over at tight end. So like I'm willing to mix and match these guys alongside Adams, Diggs and Anderson.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tight end. You mentioned fan. I mean, I've become a huge Robert Tanyan fan Um, Four touchdowns in his last four games. Um, He's got, he's got five targets in each of those four games. Gets a good matchup here. Um, Vanette's coming off uh, a game with a touchdown. I kind of like Dawson Knox here. Um, 11 targets in his last two games. He's $2,800. Uh, very fascinating to me.
1: You're not afraid of Tyler Croft and Reggie Gilliam and
0: uh,
1: who else we got here? Lee Smith is somehow still in the league.
0: I'm, I'm afraid of all of it. Um, I, just, <laughs> I just, you know he got he got 7 targets last game and fantasy points wise it was it was the worst game he's had in the last 3 um but he still came out with 6.4 which uh, technically you know doesn't quite get you there but it's close to paying off that $2800 price um or i guess you know it's in it's in the general vicinity not even the ballpark it's close enough i guess for somebody who's $2800 yeah
1: I like all four at the top, and like I mentioned, maybe if Curtis Samuel's out, Ian Thomas had four targets last week. You know, they're going to need bodies to throw to out there because they're almost certainly going to be trailing to Green Bay here. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of spread out. I want to get the studs and then kind of see where ownership is going with all these cheap guys at the bottom and mix and match them and just try to get the right combo.
0: Yeah. Anything interesting in defense or is it just, you know, the bills and if you can pay up for the Packers, go do it?
1: I think the Panthers are a straight-up no. The Broncos, I mean, it's in Colorado at altitude. Josh Allen can get a little errant with his throws. You can turn it over. I guess if you need the 600 or just want to be different, the Broncos, I think, are at least playable. Yeah. But Packers and Bills, easily, and then the Broncos, I guess.
0: All right. Let's let's uh, let's transition to the main slate here. Um where uh, things are a little little less straightforward, um, right? At quarterback, we start off. I mean, you can always Patrick Mahomes. Always, 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 always. I'm just, you know, New Orleans has got a great defense. I may be looking elsewhere this week. Underneath them, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, back from the locker room. He just, $7,500 feels kind of cheap. Uh, for a guy coming off a 38- and 27-point game in his last two weeks uh, in a pretty great matchup against Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, finally running again and running effectively, and Jacksonville is not going to be the team to slow him down. So you're banking on that rushing equity, though, because Mm -hmm. throwing the football, he's not going to get you a 300-yard bonus. Right. He hasn't thrown for three touchdowns since week one. You really want, like, I mean, you got the, the rushing bonus last week, which you can always do. You got mm-hmm. two rushing touchdowns, which you can always do. So he has a massive ceiling, so yes, I do like him. And same thing with Mahomes, because I think New Orleans can keep this one close enough that Mahomes could get there.
0: Yeah. He, he could always get there, right? He's just that good. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a lot. I mean, and it's not even that much money for being honest. 7900 Um, you know, you could easily see, Mahomes being above 8K, he has been. He was last week, right? So it, it's not a terrible play. Um, it's just not where I'm looking. Uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, not where I'm looking either, though Murray is interesting. He, I thought he he looked like he was getting back to, you know, the Kyler Murray that we saw in the middle of the season last week uh, against the Giants. Deshaun Watson, 6,800, very interesting uh, against Indianapolis, Um, And I really like Ryan Tannehill here, $6,700 against Detroit, who is 30th against opposing uh, quarterbacks, excuse me.
1: Russ is looking like a pass for me this week on the road. Somewhat tough matchup in pass coverage. Kyler I like because he had 13 rush attempts last week, highest in like about a month. So you like to see that. He just wasn't very efficient. But I think it's a good tournament spot. Same thing with Watson. Very easy to pair him with Brandon Cooks. Indoors and Indy, which you like, same thing with Kyler indoors. Yeah. Tannehill, AJ Brown, very easy to pair that together. Corey Davis, if you want great matchup, really bad defense. And I don't know. You like Brady at all.
0: You know, um, I just, it's hard uh, because I still don't know what to make of that entire offense. Like Brady, the wide receivers, the tight ends, yeah, the running backs, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes, like just top to bottom, I find that entire offense very difficult to break down. And, you know, he's got the ceiling games in there. I mean, two weeks ago against Kansas City, he put up 27. Um, two weeks before that, he put up 35 against Carolina. And and three weeks before that, he put up 40 against Vegas, right? And he's got another almost 40-point game in the season. He's definitely capable of it. This is a matchup where uh, you think – you know, if if you're gonna throw the ball all over the yard, you're gonna have success against Atlanta. You're indoors. Like, if there's a week for it, sixty-six hundred. Y- yes, right. You see, you've got to like it a little bit because of the matchup. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not warm to that entire offense.
1: Yeah, Brady hasn't been a guy we've targeted all year, but the stars are kind of aligning right now. This late in the season, they have Atlanta this week and then in Week 17, and they need to win probably both of those and maybe the other game to get into the playoffs. They're indoors against a bad defense. Ronald Jones is out, who's their workhorse running back, so maybe that increases the pass volume for Tampa this week. It's just, you know, I like Godwin and Evans, but he's throwing to A.B. and Cameron Brate, of course, Gronk. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to pin down who to pair him with, but man, I don't know. It just looks like he could have a ceiling game
0: here. Yeah, he definitely could. I think maybe, maybe that's what gets gets to the heart of it. Is that I don't know who to pair him with. Like who's who's the stack? I don't know.
1: Naked Brady, just like we <laughs> drew up all season, just playing by himself.
0: Just playing by himself, uh, maybe right? Um, I, that's that's something I generally don't like to do with a quarterback like Tom Brady. Right? You know, like I I can I can yeah, do it with, with you know, weaker quarterbacks or... I, I can do it with LeBron either end. Kyler. Right? Yeah. Quarterbacks like, like Lamar. I'm not planning to play a, a Baltimore wide receiver, right? Because they've yeah. got that rushing Kyle equity. Yeah, Brown is back. He I don't is, know if he's ever been there, but he's, he's here now. But, like, he is, but you can play Lamar or Kyler, these running backs or these quarterbacks, excuse me, with rushing upside. You can play them by themselves. I also would feel fine playing a lower-end quarterback um, by themselves, right? But when you're talking about a guy like Tom Brady or a guy like Matt Ryan, those are prime candidates to be to, to, for a stack, especially in a game that's gonna have a big number where you expect maybe a bunch of points to be scored. And when I can't figure out or there's no there's no there's no receiver that jumps out as that's the guy to stack with or two, right? Like Kirk Cousins. You feel fine stacking them with either Thielen or Jefferson. When that doesn't exist on your offense, it, it makes me worry about playing the quarterback.
1: Totally agree. 100% great strategy talk right there because any quarterback that can do it with their legs, you can play by themselves. Brady is a packet passer. Same thing with Matt Ryan, like you mentioned. And Brady just doesn't have a narrow distribution of targets like a guy like Kirk Cousins, like you mentioned, does. He has five or six guys that you can pair him with. So I don't know. I, he's interesting this week. Yeah. And unless you feel very strongly about a particular pass catcher or two, because, like, let's be real. Brady could get there, and let's say you play Godwin and Evans. They could bust, but Brady could smash.
0: Right, right. And that's 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 the worry. And it, and at 6,600, he's not a quarterback that you're taking a, a low-money flyer on with hope. Right right? He, he, there, there's a significant portion of your salary cap going to that guy. You want to maximize it. And I don't know how to do that.
1: All right. Hear me out. They get to the goal line on the one twice in the most unstoppable playing football, the Tom Brady QB sneak twice.
0: Yeah. I mean, that
1: happens if we don't play him. I think the podcast is over with
0: heartbreak, right? So I guess I guess <laughs> I guess we've talked ourselves. We gotta have a little bit of Brady. I think
1: I we need a sprinkle of Brady.
0: Yeah, you know, but here's here's you know here's the other side of that conversation. Six hundred dollars cheaper. As I'm going to skip over golf and Cousins here. Um, golf, I just I don't like the game flow. I think this is a Cam Akers game. Cousins, I, I you know I I don't love who he's playing against. But I really like Taysom Hill here. Six thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Against Kansas City, he's got the rushing upside. He throws a little bit. Um, he's gone over 23 of his last four games, and and, and the, the one in the middle there, he was it was still an 18.5, uh, which pays off 6K. I, I love him. Uh, he and Lamar are my quarterbacks this week.
1: I like Taysom a lot, too. I'm a little nervous, even though he doesn't have a ton of chemistry with Michael Thomas yet. And Michael Thomas hasn't practiced either today or yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Chiefs aren't the greatest matchup anyway, but you still feel a little bit better with Michael Thomas out there. Maybe you pair him up with Taysom, but you don't have to. And I think the other thing you're hoping in this game is that Kansas City doesn't get up too big.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean, you certainly want them to stay competitive, right? But even if, even if they're not... If, if the Saints are down 20 at this point in the season, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if Sean Payton still is throwing the ball all over the yard with Taysom Hill or if he's still just trying to run the Taysom Hill offense. Like I, I don't necessarily see the Saints going away from whatever their offense is, no matter the game situation. They're still in, great, in, a, in a great spot in, in the conference. Uh, yeah, they, they'd like to, to catch that number one seed, but Breeze is coming back. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't see a game even if they're down where you know Taysom Hill is is throwing the ball fifty times. I still think you're going to get that mix of run pass with Hill.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And again, cheap enough that if he gets you twenty, you feel okay. But he can get you twenty five or thirty where you're loving that team with him on it. Yeah, and a hundred cheaper. Was on him last week and I think you can go right back to him Jalen Hurts at uh-huh. Arizona indoors in a very friendly matchup.
0: Yep. Yep. Now I I I worry that there I mean there is a narrative for Jalen Hurts where, you know, the Saints last week weren't ready for the offense that the Eagles ran. Now there's just even a week of tape on it and a pretty good uh Arizona defense. A pretty aggressive Arizona defense at the very least will be able to gum it up a little bit, but at 5,900, it's, it's worth the, it's worth the risk.
1: Yeah. 18 rushing attempts. He got the bonus, did not get a rushing touchdown. He threw the ball 30 times and he's 5,900 indoors at this time of year in a good matchup where it's pace up. Yeah. I'll have some for sure. And don't need to play him with anybody.
0: Who else underneath that? Are we going to Gardner Minshew?
1: As of now, it's like hard to justify even saving a little bit of money from Hill and Hertz to get to anybody because yeah. those two guys have such a high floor and a high ceiling that I feel like I'm almost wasting a lineup if I go underneath them right now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I actually agree. There's there's nobody underneath that's interested. I mean, seeing Matt Ryan at $5,400 um, is is a bit of a, you know, whoa, had we get here moment. but. Against Tampa He's Bay.
1: He's been awful. Yeah. He's been awful without Julio.
0: Right. Awful. And, and so against Tampa Bay, it, it's not anything I'm interested in. You
1: know, he hasn't gone over 15 points in the last month.
0: Right. Right.
1: So That's hard to buy into. Like, Nick no. Mullins against Dallas, like, I I guess, but I don't know. I know we're going to get to a guy at wide receiver we like on his team, so maybe if you want to do that.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I, it's a pass for me underneath Hurts there. Uh, and we can go to running back where – Look, I, I think we just need to park and talk about Derrick Henry, who is like one of the most incredible athletes I think I've ever seen. Because I, I, I think I once commented on this show that Derrick Henry is, you know, is not fast when, he, when he's he's and he's still running away from these 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 you know running away from the secondary as he breaks through into the second and third level and is gone for eighty yards, right? and it's such an optical illusion because he's insanely fast, right? He just doesn't necessarily look it oh, yeah. because he's huge. Like the 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 physics of Derrick Henry to be that fast and that size and that powerful, he is unbelievable and so much fun to watch and also so tilting cuz I don't think I've ever been on him in a Derrick Henry week and I think I just need to start playing him every week until I hit one of these 50 point games.
1: It's a Derrick Henry week. And I think there's a little rhyme and reason to it last week. Look, we were on a week two against Jacksonville and he busted. Mm -hmm. And last week he was so expensive. He's very expensive this week, but he paid off last week. Do you think that Detroit who will very likely be without Matthew Stafford pulls away from Tennessee where Derrick Henry doesn't get 25 touches
0: uh, there is zero, there is, if, if you, if you run the projections a hundred times, I'm not sure there's one coming back with that game scenario.
1: Right. Like against Cleveland, he had under seven points, but Cleveland literally smashed him out of the gate. Like it wasn't even close until late. So Derek Henry was just, uh, you know, not very good because he's not going to catch any passes. And on DraftKings, that's a really big thing with full point PPR. Over on Fanduel, Derrick Henry is going to be one of the best plays of the week. On DraftKings, yeah, I'm going to play him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have plenty of him, but not on every team. Right, you know, that's a big salary. Like he could get you 25, and you feel okay.
0: Yeah, it's just you get
1: 40, and you want him.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's you know he's a guy you absolutely want to play. It's just hard to to have a ton of anyone at that price, but you've got to have some of them.
1: Yeah. And especially when it's him versus Dalvin at the top here and Dalvin's playing against Chicago, Minnesota doesn't really have much to play for. They could take the foot off the gas. If they actually got some healthy bodies backing them up, like Dalvin played at Chicago in week 10, he had 30 carries for 96 yards and he caught four, of four targets for 16 yards. He got 15 points at nine K that's an easy fade. Yep. To, you know? So I, I much prefer Derrick Henry. And I'll probably only play Dalvin for the ownership discount and to be different.
0: Yeah, I mean Cook and Kamara are both passes for me. Um, I check back in at Jonathan Taylor, seventy two hundred gets the worst rushing defense or worst defense, excuse me, against fantasy rush running backs. Thirty four points, twenty three points in his last two games. Uh, I, I I don't see a blowout in either direction here. In fact, I see a, a you know a, a weird Houston Indianapolis game in December like like can happen. So, um I like <clears throat> excuse me. Uh I like Taylor quite a bit. Um and then, you know, James Robinson's burned me a couple weeks. It's a skip for me and David Montgomery is doing it. He's just doing it. 28, 27, 28 his last three games. Um middle of the pack defense in Minnesota. You got to like him and then I will let you obviously touch on any anybody in there um, and then expand greatly on your boy at 6900
1: I don't love Kamara but I'm willing to give him a longer look this week than I have he had 10 targets last week finally easily the most that he's had with Taysom so depending on what happens with Michael Thomas I'll check back in on Kamara that's fair uh, look the only the only thing that we have to fear with Jonathan Taylor is that the Colts coaching staff has just been hesitant to give him to the keys to the offense they mix in so much Naeem Hines and a little bit of Jordan Wilkins that the only concern that we should have is maybe he doesn't get a lot of volume. But beautiful matchup indoors. Houston's dead to rights. The Colts are still in the thick of it. Taylor's been on a tear the last month. Even with the price hike, you got to like him. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm skipping James Robinson too, but like if you gotta play one of Taylor or Montgomery, who do
0: you like? Uh Taylor. Okay, me too. I think I think he's got the higher ceiling here.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, we'll skip down a little bit. Cam Akers or David Montgomery.
0: Oof. Um, I, I love the way this game projects for Cam Akers. So I would probably mm-hmm. take him.
1: Cause he's like a little bit cheaper, Jonathan Taylor. Like, he hasn't gotten the keys to the offense yet, but finally, the last two weeks, he's had 50 touches on the ground. It'd be pretty weird to see the Rams shift back away from him. Right. Especially in a game where they can get him another 25 carries here, so...
0: Yep, and should be be comfortably ahead in this game against the Jets.
1: Yeah, um, Miles Sanders had a really good game with Jalen Hurts, but buoyed by, like, one huge touchdown and then another touchdown. So, he's fine. You know, you know, I always like him. Well that's uh, that
0: surprises me. I I because Miles Sanders is your running back Hunter Henry. Um it, but I mean it is it is, you know, uh it's it's a price jump. He's up seven hundred dollars from last week. Um and that's really the first time all season that he's paid off, you know, a, a solid price. I guess, you know, uh weeks two and five were were pretty good as well. I shouldn't have said that.
1: Yeah, I'd rather play Hertz. Um That's fair. I think Gibson has a shot to play, but I don't like that against Seattle. Carson, you know, he's still so banged up that they're not really giving him a huge workload. So he's kind of a pass for me too. Uh, the next guy I like is Deandre Swift.
0: Yeah. I mean, great matchup against Tennessee, um, 25th against fantasy running backs. Um, what scares me is, is, you know, last week was his first game back. He only got seven carries. It was his first game back and he still got 15 points. So if if you project a step forward off of that because he did get five targets, then then he could easily justify the sixty four hundred. It just worries me a little bit.
1: Totally agree. And look, it, it's just kind of the theme of the running back position so far is J.K. Dobbins. You know, he's getting touchdowns in three straight weeks, but there's a whole lot of Gus Edwards. There's still some Mark Ingram in there. There's Lamar Jackson in there, yep. but he's six K, and I don't know if they give him twenty touches one game. I'd like to have him Mm -hmm. looks like a good spot for him to get quite a bit of work too. So he's interesting. Uh, look, man, you tell me a week before the season starts that in week 15, we can play Clyde Edwards Hilaire at $5,800. And we say, yes, please. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, he's, he got 16 rushes last week, six targets. Um, you know, could could be a release valve against a pretty good uh, uh New Orleans defense. Could could get some passing game work here.
1: Yeah. Uh JD McKissick if Antonio Gibson sits, he had eleven carries for sixty-eight yards. Only four targets. They'll probably be behind against Seattle, so he's interesting. Yep. Uh the Drake. I kinda like the Drake.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean he's he's had a good solid double I mean I think he's he's accurately priced but he's been he's been putting up points to justify that price right like these these you know these are games at at 55 and 57 16, 14 24 16 14 where you know you'll take that cuz cuz you're not necessarily getting consistency out of a Naeem Hines or a Tony Pollard or a Carlos Hyde in this in this area
1: Yeah tough matchup you're going to want that touchdown to keep coming your way if you do play him. Uh, the only other guy, Joe, that I have is without Ronald Jones in the Tampa Bay offense. Forty-five hundred dollars, lending Fournette. very risky. Yeah,
0: I think I think you've I think you've got to hope that between now and then we get some clarification on on who who the number one is there. It, is it Fournette at forty-five? Is it McCoy at four K? Um, y- you said before we started taping that that it looks like it's it's pointing toward Fournette. Um, and it is risky, but it's, it's also a number one running back who was a first-round pick at one point in his career, and he's 4,500. That's not bad, right? Like, like that. that's probably worth the risk here.
1: Yeah, on paper. Sets up as a good piece of value where we don't really have a lot of value right now that right. we feel good about. It.
0: Agreed. Uh, let's go to wide receiver. Um, look, stop me if you've heard this, but, uh, you know... DeAndre Hopkins is really good, and I I know I skipped a couple guys here, but um, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, I don't necessarily love the matchups they've got. Tyreek, same thing. Um, We're at a point where, of course, you can always play any of those three wide receivers, I think, but at over 8K, it worries me when you've got DeAndre Hopkins at $7,900 coming off a game where he had 11 targets. Against uh, a better matchup here from the Giants to to Philly, he he's he's where I start uh, in terms of wide receivers.
1: Yeah, I definitely will have some Tyreek this week, probably with Patrick Mahomes, maybe on the Taysom Hill team, possibly. Mm. Uh, Julio's out. Matt Ryan's going to chuck it to Calvin Ridley a bunch, but eighty two hundred is uh, the steepest price tag we've had there, so. Uh, I I like Hopkins because of the guaranteed volume and probably a back and forth shootout throughout the whole game. So I like that. I know you like Tannehill, so you probably definitely like A.J. Brown.
0: Absolutely. I mean, another great matchup Uh, as long as he gets the full go. uh, Wasn't at practice on Thursday, but uh, as long as he's as long as he's good to go, he's been over 25 in two of his last three games. Um, He's 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 the pass catcher there.
1: Yeah, and they do say that they've been giving him some rest the last couple of weeks on Thursday, so nothing to be concerned about. He should be back tomorrow and be ready to go. Uh, Allen Robinson is an alpha-wide receiver yep. who just gets a ton of bankable volume, and this looks like a matchup where Mitch can be throwing it all day to him.
0: Yep. Over 27 in two of his last three games. Got to like him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You just don't like the quarterback there, yeah. even though... We kind of like Mitch. I mean, yeah, I mean, Mitch has,
0: Mitch, Mitch has put up points. Um, had a great game last week. Uh, I like Jefferson underneath him, $7,300. Also Thielen, seventy one. I mean, it's kind of becoming a 6-1, half a dozen-the-other situation there between those two. Um, we've talked about Michael Thomas a little bit. Um, the two Ram receivers, Cup and Woods, I just, you know, I, I really think Cam Akers is the part of that offense you want. Yeah,
1: I agree, and I think that's where most people will go, so getting Copper Woods to be contrarian makes sense, but I feel the same as you. I'd rather Akers and these guys just doesn't seem like a good ceiling week for them because it's really hard to think the Jets can keep this one close after just getting buried by the uh, Seahawks. Right. I, I don't know. Terry McLaurin, if it's Dwayne Haskins, might see a huge amount of volume against Seattle.
0: Yeah, Haskins or I'm sorry, McLaurin has not put up points in the last couple weeks. Um, he's he's got you know seven point eight points combined in his last two, but he gets a great matchup here. Maybe maybe there's some some low usage because of those two off weeks. Um, the Haskins narrative, I, I like that. I like him. I like him a lot. Six thousand six hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, we're getting a little bit of a discount everybody's been off of him because he just hasn't been very good with Alex Smith. So I like buying low on him and probably at low ownership too. And uh, I'll isolate Brandon Ayuk, our guy from last week who came through in a big way. And there's no reason to think that he's going to stop now against Dallas. I love him this week.
0: All right. Absolutely. Totally agree. 25, 20, 20, 23, 20. Those are his last five games. And he's getting the 31st ranked uh, defense against fantasy wide receivers. I love Brandon. Ayuk there. Um, you know, and then below that, you know, I don't know. We, we've talked about these Tampa Bay receivers. I don't know who to trust there. Um, you know, I'm not really interested in, in trusting cooks or Parker, you know, maybe you can Corey Davis. Um, I mean, feel free to jump in here. Cause cause the next guy I'm looking at is
1: $5,500. Yeah. Cooks is fine. He's the guy I'd pair up with, uh, Deshaun Watson this week. Just the most bankable volume. And yeah, I don't know if I end up on a Tampa Bay guy. I hope to feel good about one of them, but you know, Godwin looks fine. Edwin Evans looks fine. He's still throwing to Brown. It's just I don't think I'm going to play a double stack with these guys if I play one of them. Yeah. It's just going to be uh, you know Brady to one of these guys. Yep. But I kind of stop in this range for right now. So please tell me tell me who you're on here.
0: Uh, the last one oh, I like. I know who it is. If if you're not playing Jonathan Taylor, I mean T Y Hilton has. Uh, Seven and five targets in his last three games. Um, He had 26 points last week, 28 points the week before that, 18 points the week before that. Um, He's just kind of come alive. And uh, for a while, he was the, you know, ever-dependable T.Y. Hilton in that offense. And that kind of disappeared, but it's been back the last three weeks. It's a pretty great matchup. Uh, in a game that, that I think they're still going to be throwing the ball. So if you're not playing uh, Jonathan Taylor, I really like T.Y. Hilton.
1: I am going to feel like such a fish either way. If I play T.Y. and he busts, it's like, yeah, of course. If I don't play him and he goes off again, I'm going to just hate myself.
0: Yep. Yeah, no. It's I... just
1: like he's he's mini FOMO of Derrick Henry.
0: We've, we've all been there. <laughs> I, I, you're right. It's, it's a, it's a Derrick Henry-type situation, so I'm currently there. So that's 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 it for me at the bottom. And honestly, that's where I check out. So I, I know you've got value underneath it.
1: Yeah, just a few. Uh if Julio's out again this week, Russell Gage seems to see an uptick in volume. He caught five balls for 82 yards. Had a, He threw a touchdown on last week, so they're using him in unique ways. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Kiki Kuti at 5,300. He feels overpriced for what he's supposed to be in this yeah. offense now. But so like, I know he was popular last week. I had some of them. I don't think I'm going back there this week. And then at the bottom, just like the guys that are projecting well but don't feel great about, Denzel Mims is healthy again. He, he's just targeted downfield for 3500 bucks. He theoretically has an upside. Same thing with Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, and then cheap
1: guys that uh, they can catch a touchdown.
0: And then and then look to one of one or two of the cheap New Orleans receivers if uh, if if they are if if they are without Michael Thomas, somebody's gonna have to get the ball thrown to them. You know, maybe maybe even go under uh, Emmanuel Sanders and and hope there. I like it. Tight end, Kelsey Andrews, Hawkinson. I mean, you can have them this week. Uh, Kelsey is interesting uh if if you expect the game to be close because he's had back to back 30.6 point games um and i mean god you just start looking at his numbers and you know i'm just going to read them rounding 31 31 16 30 29 28 i mean 1 2 3 4 5 6 those are his last 6 games all of them at or above 27 except or at or above 28 excuse me except for one um so i mean even at 8K, if, if that was a wide receiver and not a tight end, you'd absolutely be in love. So you can Kelsey. Um, I'll probably get there in one lineup. It's hard for me to get there. Many more than that. Um, I think just psychologically because it's hard. Um, so I check back in at Gesicki at, at 4,800.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to Kelsey a lot. So will everybody. He's had eight catches in six straight games. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just to add to that cavalcade of stats you just dropped, like, Yeah, he's 8K, but I don't know, man. It's like, I'm going to pay it, at least in a couple teams. Yeah. Uh, Mark Mark Andrews looked okay last week. His first game back from COVID, caught five to six balls for 78, but for a while there, it was pretty dead. So, you know, if you're stacking Lamar, I'd go Andrews over Brown, despite how Hollywood's been playing. Uh, Hawkinson's fine. Again, we say it every week. He's been 5K for the whole season. He's just been fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Keseki, if he plays, is interesting. You know, I know he's been pretty banged up, and New England is capable of taking away their "quote unquote" best weapon. But yeah. I don't know who they determine that will be. Uh, Gronk, same thing. If he catches a touchdown, you're probably happy. If he doesn't, you're probably going to wish you spent that money elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, he caught uh, a boy. touchdown
0: last week, but it was his one catch for two yards. So, like that's and on two targets. It's not something I feel safe at at forty two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. Uh, Our boy Logan Thomas just keeps catching balls, and I think I'd rather see Alex Smith play to play Thomas. I'd rather see Haskins playing to play McLaurin.
0: I felt a lot better about Logan Thomas at thirty three hundred than I do about Logan Thomas at four k.
1: Yeah, totally get that. Uh, Goddard is fine. Caught four or six balls for forty three yards from Jalen Hurts, and I don't know. Hayden Hurst bust said Last week with no Julio, but if Julio's out again this week, you can give him a flyer. Jordan Reed is fine. Uh, I think the guy we can go to at 3K is called Komet.
0: Yeah, he just keeps catching touchdowns, right? Um I, I like him quite a bit here. Um well, I guess he only has the one touchdown, but he just keeps catching catching targets at least, you know, uh seven in each of his last two games. He got that touchdown. If he falls into the end zone again for another one, then he's he's going to pay off 3K. Uh, I'll also just mention um, he's got a score, but uh, Dan Arnold's got an 11-point game and a 20-point game in his last two. Um, he's got seven targets in, in two games. Again, he, you know, he's got a score, but he's got three touchdowns in his last two games. Maybe that continues. I, I also will just mention Jordan Reed, you know, uh, he's only justified the price once in the last two games, but at uh, 15 targets in his last three games at 3,200, that seems like a pretty good price. So you know, Reed and Komet uh, are the guys I like under Kelsey.
1: I like it.
0: Defense. Um, there's some again. Let's we'll go through this like we always do, just kind of rapid fire from the bottom up. Um, that Washington front line is fascinating to me against. Uh, a Russell Wilson team that gave up a ton of sacks to the Giants. So at home at 2600, they put up a bunch of points. I kind of like that. Uh, Dallas against a, a San Francisco offense that hasn't impressed anyone at 27. Arizona 2900. If you think they're going to do a better job against uh, Hertz, I really kind of like the idea of New England at 3K against uh, against a rookie quarterback. Right? Like uh, the. I mean, look at. Look at what Bill Belichick did to Justin Herbert a couple weeks ago. Uh, Now project that to to Tua and Seattle 3,100. I don't think you really need to go above that. They've had 12, 9, 9, 5, and 5, and if they get Dwayne Haskins this week, uh, I think you can feel pretty darn good about it.
1: Yeah, a lot of similarities as to be expected. Washington is interesting. I wasn't thinking about them, but that does uh, do something there. Uh, Dallas is interesting. I think Minnesota against Mitch. uh, Like you mentioned, the Cardinals against Jalen Hurts I think is interesting. Patriots against Tua. Even though Tua hasn't turned the ball over much, this could be a good matchup for that to happen. Definitely like Seattle, Dwayne Haskins or Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Titans are probably going to face not Matthew Stafford, so they're interesting at 3400 And look, the Rams are fine if you just have all the money in the world.
0: Just don't know how you have that money left over. Not clue. all right, let us drop the music, and we will go through it now. Uh, tie a little bow around it. I'll make my uh, my teaser pick, which I should really just stop making at this point. I'll throw in one spread play for the week. Mr. Paulson, start us all off. Quarterback. The Chief guys,
1: Case of Jalen Hurts. They can run. They can throw. They have a high floor, high ceiling. I like them both quite a bit. Derrick Henry, of course. I, I think you just got to have some this week. You just have to Cam Akers, and look, I, I guess right now the best running back value is Uncle Len, Lenny Fournette. So, oh god, that is so. Brutal. You
0: don't, you don't, you don't like to say that. That's a tough sentence.
1: No, oh, terrible, just awful. Um, yeah, wide receiver. I'm just so spread out right now that Brandon Ayuk is my my flag plant style of guy this week. Just right back to him again in a great matchup. And that's it. One guy for wide receiver. Mm-hmm. is going to smash. Tight end. Get your Kelsey. That's fine. Cole Komet at the other end. And defense. I like Tennessee. I like Seattle. And then uh, Arizona, Minnesota. There it is. I gave you four defenses. I'm giving you one wide receiver.
0: <laughs> that's how we do it. Uh, quarterback. Uh, it's Lamar. It's Taysom Hill. Those, those are the two I want this week. Running back. Jonathan Taylor. Cam Akers with whichever... Uh, Tampa Bay running back appears to be the lead back this week. Wide receiver, I'll give you I'll give you Ayuk like you mentioned, but I'll also throw in DeAndre Hopkins at the top end and T.Y. Hilton at that low to medium range. Um, Kelsey, of course, tight end. Give me Jordan Reed. Give me Cole Komet. And then either New England, Seattle, or Washington for me at defense. Now, we are still significantly underwater on the teaser. And uh if if we were playing for real money, I would have stopped weeks ago. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep, keep this going and I'm just gonna see if I can do irresponsible things and get back to uh, get back to get back to even here. So we're gonna we're gonna go for a quadruple play this week. And again, do not recommend do not play this way, but I'm gonna go for a quadruple play uh, this week. Seattle, Kansas City. And Pittsburgh. You throw that in a six-point tease. You've got Seattle plus a half. You've got Kansas City plus three, and you've got Pittsburgh minus six and a half. What loses?
1: Who does Pittsburgh have this week? Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that nothing to there. You I actually
0: that That's that's why I, I've I've kind of loaded up here because I I even though I mean look we're we're playing for for fake money. Um, that, that doesn't matter, and that's why I can be a little glib about this. But I, I actually feel really confident in this teaser. Um, and, you know, th- that's a sentence Vegas loves to hear because anytime you're confident in the bet, they know they've got you. Um, but I, I do, I actually really like this. I like Kansas City, Seattle, Pittsburgh. Um, I, I like that one there. And I'm, I'm going to throw in a little bit more on Kansas City. Um, they are laying three points on the road. Um, but I just think I, I, I just think Kansas City even even in this weird way that they have where they will just kind of coast for a while. And then show up in in one of the middle corners and and figure it out and do just enough to win. They're like Wise Dan, who was a horse from a while ago that like never always won but never did it blowing doors off. He just kind of won by a length every race. He just go out and did his thing and won. That's where they are. But I expect them to at least win by three here. Uh, so I'll take Kansas City uh, on the line or on the on the on the on the number. Excuse me.
1: I think Kansas City is such a heavy favorite to win the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. Like we all, I think we both picked the Saints to get to the Super Bowl preseason. Is that right?
0: Um, can't remember. Yes, I oh, believe. You have, you have Seattle. I believe. You have Seattle? Yeah, you're right. I had Seattle. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I needed help to remember, but yes, you are absolutely right. I had I had Seattle um, uh, against Kansas City, but we both certainly had had Kansas City uh, from, from the AFC.
1: Yeah, like I thought that the Saints' defense was playing so well that you know, okay, Jalen Hurts would probably be a good exercise for them to see if they can shut him down. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of trouble. What are they going to do against Mahomes?
0: Yeah, and, you know? I, and
1: like I, if this is who they have to go through at the end, ooh.
0: You know, and I, I, think, I think the the narrative is of two minds here, where a lot of there are there are people, admittedly, who who look at this and just say it's the Chiefs and and anybody else, but I think some people just look are looking for a narrative like, ah, oh, maybe the bills can contend. And, and that game would be interesting, but you know, people, people want to say that like, well, the, the chiefs aren't impressive in any of these games. Like, yeah, cause I think they're bored and, and I think they know that they can turn it on whenever they want. And maybe that's dangerous, but maybe, you know, in the, in, cause in the past that sort of thought has been dangerous to any team in any professional sport. Right. Cause there will be a game where you go to turn it on. And it just doesn't show up. Except, you know, Mahomes is different. And the skill position players they've got are different. And the coach they've got is different. And you throw that all together, I think this is actually a team that can just turn it on whenever they want. And they they should be a massive favorite.
1: Yeah. Who are you most worried about if you're the Chiefs in the AFC? The Bills. Yeah, not Cleveland?
0: No. No, I I don't. Baker in a big game worries me not at all um and At
1: Pittsburgh eh, no thanks
0: yeah and and I think I think Josh Allen can absolutely self-destruct in a big spot but if he doesn't and he has and he has it going the other direction then that could be interesting um but I would still lay any amount of points in the playoffs Chiefs against anyone and and that's that's it
1: Okay, you have to like you're given free money to bet on somebody other than the Chiefs. But you have to bet on somebody other than the Chiefs. Who is it?
0: To win the Super Bowl? Yes. Man, it's hard.
1: Uh, I, I yes. almost
0: I, I almost think because they're such a heavy favorite, it's gotta come from the NFC. And then and then who do you like there? Is it the Rams? Is it Seattle? Um, I, I as, as I just absolutely dismiss the Packers.
1: Um, yeah, but they're at home.
0: We've got to go to Lambo to beat them. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, th- New I think. New Orleans outdoors? No. Yep, not New Orleans. I think I might. Oh, Seattle for me. I th- I think Seattle also. I I think that's where it is. And it, you know, if 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 I'm gonna rank teams, I like the most. The Bills are this are the sec are the team I like second best in the league right now. Um, oh, I love it, but I mean, the Chiefs are so far ahead of them in the AFC that I, I can't, I, I couldn't place a bet on anyone else in the AFC. Um, I think, though I get, I guess, I guess either way, whoever I'm picking has got to win one game against the Chiefs. So why not make it the second best team? So it it would be between the Bills and and the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting conversation.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well. We got uh 3 more weeks of the regular season counting this one and then we roll into the playoffs where uh you know hey we can still make money. We can still got we can still play all the slates, we can have some fun doing it. Good luck everybody.